Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my guest is Stephen Gold, who is the Chief Commercial Officer of HZO. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Terrific, Rich. Good to be here. Uh, I believe you are the first chief commercial officer I have done a podcast with. What does a chief commercial officer do? So, Rich, you know, my responsibility is really all of the, the market-facing activities for our organization. So that's everything to do with our current customers, prospective customers, marketing, business development, partnerships, mergers, acquisitions, anything where it's, it's outbound focus um, and beneficial to HCO. Oh, okay, I thought you'd have a much more exciting answer, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm, I'm guessing that the audience is not familiar with HZO, and you guys are in the, uh, I'm going to say you're in the waterproofing space. Is that fair? Or am I selling you short? No, I mean, I think for a general description, it, it, it definitely gives you, you know, the, the, the right type of orientation to what we do. HZO is not a household word. Uh, to your point, but what we're so critically important, you know, to the average individual in everyday life, meaning that what we uh, effectively do is we protect electronics from, you know, the environment, uh, and the environment can be challenging. You know, snow, rain, sleet, uh, often industrial settings that offer more uh, more challenges uh, you know, to electronics, you know, phones and apparatus that we depend on in our daily lives. And what we do is effectively, you know, protect that electronic with a super thin uh, film that we apply uh, to ensure that, that bad things don't happen when that device uh, is exposed to liquid and dust. So when I lean over, to, uh, forget it, I won't, I won't go there. Um, are you guys more in the industrial space or is it more consumer? Yeah, I think consumer is really the beachhead. Um, you know, I think we as, as individuals have come to expect, you know, a level of reliability from the various devices we use, be it a, a smartphone or an earbud or a Bluetooth speaker. We want it to work. And, and we take it to places that, that you know, arguably are a bit more challenging for electronics, out to the beach where you have sand and salt and, you know, into the, into the shower where you have steam and, um, and so the consumer, I think, has, has really been the catalyst to, to, to gain traction uh, among the manufacturers for adopting, you know, a waterproof standard. But now with, uh, with the Internet of Things happening, with autonomous cars, with, with advancements in medical devices, um, you know, the need to have uh, waterproofing and electronic protection has, has moved well beyond the convenience of a phone into you know, mission-critical type applications from oil rigs and oil platforms, um, you know, to factories uh, around the world. Okay, this might be TMI, but uh, who's taking their phone into the shower? You'd be surprised how many people want to play music uh, while they're getting ready in the morning. So, uh, you know, often you, 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 you leave the phone on the counter, but you can't hear it. So you bring it closer to, to the shower and to the bath. And, you know, inevitably, you know, with time, things happen. Uh, I know personally, you know, I've, I've lost several phones to, 
the hot tubs and swims in the, in the pool and, you know, it, it, it's that moment in time when you go, oh no, and you realize what you just did and uh, the reality is it's, it's unlikely that vice is, you know, going to survive if not properly protected. Okay, see, I just learned a lot more about you than I probably need to know, but we'll, we'll leave it right there. <laughs> um, so if you're waterproofing a, a smartphone, I got an iPhone here, aren't there parts of the device that have to be open, like so you get audio out of it? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you, you really bring up an important consideration in that, you know, historically, when we, when we think about protecting something from, from liquids, from water, from, from spills, you seal it, and you seal it to keep things out. But the reality of today's electronics, um, things have to get in. Uh, there, there have to be ports to connect through and, and speakers to hear through and microphones to speak through. And so HCO actually protects from the inside out. We actually protect at the circuitry level. So we, we look inside a device. We look at the, at, at the component, the connector, the printed circuit board, and we protect what is going to be exposed in, in, uh, in the case of liquids and dust um, to ensure its durability. So we actually take a very different approach to protection than what historically you know, most manufacturers have done for their devices. So today, it's okay if it gets in, uh, it's protected. Uh, okay, so that, that's very different from what I was thinking. You're not an external case that just fits around the outside. So you have to be part of the manufacturing process. Correct. So we, we, we actually work with the uh, typically the original equipment manufacturer uh, early on in the concept while they're doing new product development and, and we help them think about how they're going to, uh, you know, through the process of, of producing the part, ensure the, the level of protection that, you know, their consumer, their customer, their end user is, is going to expect. You know, so we, we are literally in the factory with them, you know, providing this, this super thin film coating over the electronic. And by the way, when I say super thin film, you know, these are nano coatings. These are coatings that are measured in a fraction of the thickness of a human hair. Incredibly, incredibly thin, but incredibly uh, durable and resilient uh, when it comes to the job that they have to do. Okay, so you're obviously adding some cost. Is there any other downside to this? There's no downside to protection. And actually, when you look at, uh, at cost and you look at total cost of ownership, if you don't protect the device, it inevitably is, is going to succumb to the environment. It's going to be returned. You're going to have to you know, cover it under warranty. You're going to have to repair it. You're going to have to manage the logistics of getting it back to the, to the end user. And so actually protecting something has the, the benefit of, of reducing a lot of the necessary costs that, that you could incur in repairs. Uh, has the added benefit if you look at something like uh, an autonomous car, uh, obviously if, a, if an electronic uh, component fails, that, that's you know, supporting navigation or braking or steering, um, that, that, that presents a, a much more formidable challenge. So it, you're talking about reducing liabilities and, and more important, uh, by and large, I think if, if you ask most individuals, they will actually pay more for a device that is protected. Are you adding thickness to the device? Because like a smartphone is about as thin as it can possibly be. Yeah, so, so the, the, these, 
these films, if you think about a nano coating, you know, we will add, you know, depending on a particular device, um, a couple hundred nanometers thickness. And, and to put that in perspective, uh, a sheet of paper is about 100,000 nanometers thick. So uh, when, when you're adding you know, this level of thickness, uh, you're, you're not affecting the weight, you're not affecting the bulk, you're not affecting the tolerance of the electronic device itself, and, which is why, candidly, what HCO does is so appealing is, is unlike you know, the more traditional ways to protect things by you know, putting a bunch of, of silicon or epoxy on top of something which is really thick and heavy and, and changes the characteristics, these super thin films uh, do not. Okay. Sounds very intriguing. Uh, we're pretty much out of time, but I, I have to ask, what's with the name of the company, uh, HZO? What did, where did that come from? You know, it, it dates back a, a, about a decade, and you know, going back, the original play was uh, was really off of, of H2O, uh, but the the founding company that had started this up, uh, their their name began with a Z, and I think it, it was a little clever play on words to get to the to the HZO um, uh, outcome. Okay. Well, one of the things I've learned in my time that it's really, really hard to be funny, cute, clever. So uh, I, I tend to stay away from that. Uh, well, I'd like to thank you, Stephen. I've certainly learned a lot here. This is, uh, this is very enlightening. Thank you very much for, for taking the time. Hey, Rich, it's, it's been my absolute pleasure. That was Stephen Gold. He is the Chief Commercial Officer of HZO, and I am Rich Nass with Open Media. Have a great day, Stephen. Thanks, Rich.